I remember the first time I pushed the accelerator down, we like zoomed across the parking lot. And actually in Chicago, you could get a waiver if you pass your driver's ed written test. And so that's how I got my license. My first race, I didn't get to take the green flag that day for the race because we had a fire in the car. Everybody told me that if the guy fails you, it'll be because you pull up the stop sign and you don't stop behind the white line. So got my mom's Cadillac, came up to the white line, stopped about four feet behind the white line. And he said, go back to the office. When I was in London, uh, I didn't have a local driver's license. I had a license in Switzerland. And so I submitted that Swiss license to the UK driving authorities. The license came back and with a note saying, we see you got your Swiss license because you have an American license, so we're not going to accept it. The, the first time I drove, my mom took me to a parking lot and she's like, hey, you're getting your driver's permit soon, so why not practice before you're actually on the road? And I remember the first time I pushed the accelerator down, we like zoomed across the parking lot and I was just baffled at how lightly you have to touch the accelerator. And actually in Chicago, or at least in the Chicago suburbs, you could get a waiver, which I believe is a thing across a few different states, at least that I've heard, but you can get a waiver if you pass your driver's ed written test. And so that's how I got my license was I got that waiver. And just to be difficult, the state every quarter will pick three dates that if your birthday falls on that date, you still have to take your driver's test. So my birthday, of course, fell on that. And they were like, you can take your test now and get your license, or you can come back October 1st and just use the waiver. And I was like, I earned that waiver. I'm going to come back. So I waited extra five weeks to get my license. My first, well, my first race was in 2010 and I got to experience a modified four cylinder for the first time. And I practiced the Friday before and it was Saturday. I honestly didn't get to take the green flag that day for the race because we had a fire in the car before we even took the green. So I was in wreck, just the car felt good. It felt fine in practice, but I heard something pop. And I'm thinking, I wonder what it was. I didn't know if maybe it was a backfire or something goofy. So I'm sitting on the grid and all of a sudden I start seeing a bunch of smoke coming up from the gearbox. And I'm thinking, oh, that's not right. So I called on the radio and I said, guys, we got smoke coming up. My, the car owner, God love this guy. He says, just tap on the gas and clear the carburetor out. It'll work. Okay. So I did that. It got progressively worse. Come to find out it was flames and something caught on fire. And I was screaming, scrambling to get out because I couldn't breathe. And I usually race with my visor up a little bit so it doesn't fog up and I can breathe. And all that started getting in there. And so I didn't get to take the green flag in my first race because of that. And I actually was in the ambulance getting oxygen. I went to driver's training. I was super excited about going to driver's training. I was 15 years old. That was a long time ago. Jimmy Carter might've been president. No, that was a long time ago. Yes. I was super excited. I went to the secretary of state, took my road test. Everybody told me that the guy, if the guy fails you, it'll be because you pull up the stop sign and you don't stop behind the white line. 
that's the thing that this guy failed people for. So got my mom's Cadillac, went down Sector Estate, came up to the white line, stopped about four feet behind the white line, completely looked over at the guy, inched up, looked both ways, turned right, and he said, go back to the office. And he signed the little thing and handed it to me. So I didn't have a long test because I had uh, good knowledge of what he was looking for. Oh gosh, me, that's a long time ago. But an interesting story about driver's test. So like I told you, I lived in Switzerland and then I moved from Switzerland to London. And when I was in London, I didn't have a local driver's license. I think you can drive a year or so in most countries before you need to get a local license. And I don't know, I'd been there four or five years and, and they wouldn't, because of some governmental tit for tat, I think, the UK doesn't issue driver's license to Americans just by virtue of them having an American license, which they do in most countries. If you have an operator's license, generally another country will say, okay, fine, you've got a license, you can have a license. But the UK wouldn't do that because the US doesn't do that for British drivers either. I think I was probably 45 years old at the time and I, I'd been driving illegally for years. I just didn't mind. It wasn't a thing for me. And then one of my administrative assistants said, you have to get a license and, and insisted that I for the test and, and take the the practical. Oh, I, I'm sorry, I got ahead of myself. I had a license in Switzerland. And so I submitted that Swiss license to the UK driving authorities because you can get a, a, a license in the UK if you have a Swiss license. So I sent it into them and waited a couple of weeks and it finally came back in the mail. The license came back and with a note saying, we see you got your Swiss license because you have an American license, so we're not going to accept it. <laughs> so, so that's why I just decided I'll show these people. I just won't get a license. But as I say, eventually my, my assistant insisted that I get one and, and I sat for the test and I was incredibly nervous for a 45 year old man who'd been driving for, I don't know how many, 20 plus years, but it was fine that again, the examiner was a super nice guy. And, and I took the tactic of just talking to him, not not focusing on the driving, not focusing on anything else, but just starting up a conversation. And sure enough, he passed me and no big problem. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the US, more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.